You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Hispanic Wealth Matters. I am your host, Jose Tejada. And today, this week, I want to bring you a story about how my wife ended up in the job that she's got today. And it's a very interesting path, and it starts like this. She had served for about 12 years at a bank here in California. And after 12 years of servitude, there was a the bank was starting to compress. There was a round of layoffs, and they decided that she was going to be laid off. Now, what's very interesting about her getting laid off this particular year is that just earlier in the year, she had found a way to save the company hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, she worked in retail banking operations. So I don't know how much you know about the operations of any company, but an operations person doesn't typically get the position to either make the company money or, or save the company money. They're there more to keep the company compliant. But my wife was able to find uh, an issue with the process that was able to save them money. Now, when she gets laid off, there is an interim period. You, doesn't like, you don't like get sent home that day. You get some interim months. And in that time, she applied and successfully secured a position in the corporate banking side of the business. Now, during this period of time, it was corporate banking. It wasn't retail banking anymore. It wasn't what she knew. So there was a lot of growth going on. And that can sometimes be uncomfortable. And during those first few months, it became uncomfortable to, to have this expansion into a world where now she's dealing with multiple countries, multiple policies, different regulation. And now, you know, she comes to the conclusion that she may want to apply at other banks in the retail position. So she does. And this particular bank that she applies at comes back to her and says to her, I'm sorry, you're not qualified to work in this retail segment of the bank. And so that was a bit uh, you know, defeating for her. And a couple of months later, we get another letter that says that she's going to be uh, laid off again. So now this is about March 2021. We have our second daughter. And Mimi decides that, you know, I think that I'm not going to go back to work for a while. I think I'm just going to stay home with the girls. Maybe I'll start looking again in October. But so it happens that around August, we she gets a DM, a message from Headhunter on LinkedIn. And the message says, you know, Mimi, I've looked at your profile. And many of us have gotten these messages before, right? She goes, I've looked at your profile and I'm very impressed with your background. And I have a client that I think might be a good fit for you. And then Mimi comes to, you know, I think I was working at home. It was still pandemic time. And she comes in and she says, what do you think I should do? Do you think this is a scam? I said, well, I don't know if it's a scam or not, but um, I think you should reply and find out. So she does. And the headhunter comes back two days later and says, well, I've served up your profile and they would like to have an interview with you. Would you like to have an interview with them? So she comes back in and says, well, what should I do? Now, a long time ago, I learned from a friend and mentor of mine, who happens to be also my CPA today, that having conversations is just that, having conversations. There is no decisions to be made. No one has offered you anything. You're just having a conversation. And conversations are good to have. So I say this to her. And she says, okay, I'll, I'll talk to them. So she speaks with them. And then... About two days later, the headhunter calls back and says, they would like for you to move to a second round of interviews. Would you like to do that? So same thing. She says, yes, comes back and has the second round of interviews. Now, by the third time that the recruiter calls, he says, congratulations, they want to make you an offer. Here's what they're offering you. So now Mimi says, well, what do I do? I said, well, now you have a decision to make. 
I said, well, how do you feel about that offer? And she says, well, you know, I didn't really think I wanted to go back to work just yet. I said, okay, so here's what you do. I said, off, come counter them back. What a ridiculous amount that you think is whatever you come up with that you think is ridiculous for this job. And then um, whatever conditions you want. And for her specifically, one of her conditions was that she didn't want to go into an office for work. She wanted to always work from home and be close to the girls and the girls' schools. So she does. The headhunter goes, wow, this is, I don't know, but, you know, let me ask. So she goes and, um, you know, so we wait and we think, okay, well, you know, it's 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 in God's hands now. We'll see what, what happens. About a day later, the headhunter calls and says, uh, congratulations, Mimi. They are accepting your counteroffer and they would like to have a meeting about when you're going to start work. And so now she actually has exactly what she wanted without necessarily looking for it. But now she, she's got it. The opportunity came her way. Um, we're going to fast forward from that period to now. And uh, today, she is now one of the youngest senior vice presidents at this bank. Now, the kicker is this. The bank that she's a senior vice president at now is the same bank that told her that she wasn't qualified enough when she applied before at a significantly much lower position and title. So the reason I tell this story a lot is because I believe that this is a story of being aware of the doors that the universe or God or whatever higher power you believe in is constantly opening it for you, right? So I think if you ever read The Alchemist, a lot of people have, there is the idea that the universe is conspiring to give you everything that you want. And I truly believe that is the case. And it is the idea of living in abundance and the idea of living with positivity and looking at opportunity. And if you do that, and then you walk through the doors that are presented in front of you, you walk through the opportunities that are presented in front of you, you have no idea where you might end up and where they may take you. Mimi very well could have just stuck to her guns and said, you know what? I'm not going to reply to this message that came out of nowhere in my inbox on LinkedIn. I'm not going to take the first interview or the second interview. Or she could have even not ever countered the, the offer for the job, but she did. And taking those chances led her to different moves on the board. So when it comes to wealth and when it comes to movement and advancement in life, I think it makes a lot of sense for us to be aware of what is presented in front of us and to have those leaps of faith consistently, because you never know. If you aim for the sky, you may just land on a cloud. I'll catch you guys next time. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.